Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi guys, this isn't a regular episode. This is something me and Matt do for a site called sportsbookreview.com. So do be aware that this episode does heavily feature the topic of gambling. If that's not suitable for you or the people who listen with you, then I will see you guys on Sunday. For everybody else, I will say that we are talking to an audience that is not as wizened, perhaps, as you guys are in Formula One. So we do dumb things down a little bit and we do spend a little bit of time putting things into context and explaining who people are and some basic concepts about Formula One to help people be informed with their bets. That said, it's a fast-paced preview. Make sure you tune in to Missed Apex Podcast on YouTube, 8pm on Sunday to join us for the race review. Oh, and one last thing. We don't get paid for this. I have a genuine interest in gambling. For me, Putting a few bets on enhances my enjoyment of the show. However, do be aware that gambling can become a problem. Gamble responsibly. Talk to people about gambling. And if you think that you or someone you care about may have a problem, I can recommend going to BeGambleAware.org to find advice on what to do. Okay, on with the show. Welcome to the Sports Book Review betting preview of the British Formula One Grand Prix. Hi, I'm Richard Spanners Ready, the host of Missed Apex Podcast, and I'm joined by my regular co-host and host of e-radio show, Matt Two-Rumpets. How's it going there, Matt? Oh, it's going great. You know, I always love it when my shed is over 90 degrees. It's hot there, but at least you have a cool American accent and not a weird, strange British Hugh Grant slash Trainspotting hybrid. Yeah, I know. I, I do get mistaken for George Clooney on occasion. It's tragic. One time, and it was dark. We are here to give you a preview of the British Formula One Grand Prix taking place this Sunday. Let's see if we can help you lay down your cash on some smart bets this weekend. Let's make betters better. Matt and I host a regular live stream and podcast on Sundays after a race at 8pm UK time on the Missed Apex YouTube channel. That's where we do our race review. And what happened during the last race was the Austrian Grand Prix. And it was a somewhat muted affair, kind of like the old style races and not the carnage we've had so far this season. 
Yeah, I kind of disagree. I, I think it was a very savage and brutal procession in which actually very little of interest happened. Well, some tires did get a bit dodgy, but basically, yeah, you're right. It was almost very exciting. That's how I describe it. That's right. There were so many things that could have happened to make this exciting. But the beauty of Formula One is it's worth waiting for. And not every race will deliver. Hey, it's not like the bad old days. In the 90s, I've seen entire seasons that were a procession like this. So it's not so bad. But the rain threatened. It really did. And if the rain had come down, wow, that would have mixed the pack up. Lewis Hamilton lost um, five places on the grid for a gearbox change. He could have caused some carnage coming through the field, but that didn't quite just happen. In fact, Matt, we didn't really have a race until about five laps to go. Yeah, and that's I think that's really just how long it took everybody's strategy to, to play out. Um, and the last five laps were exciting, but, but Austria is also a difficult track to pass on. There's not a lot of opportunities, and there just wasn't enough, um, it's called delta or difference in time between the cars, for, for much of that to be happening at the top. And, and really, outside of Ricardo's pass on Reichmann in the beginning and his uh, robust defense at the end there, uh, wasn't too much going on. Yeah, well, you say there wasn't too much going on. Of course, long-term Formula 1 fans will argue that actually there was a lot of strategy going on. There was a lot of interest to be had. Now, Lewis Hamilton did have some pace. He had a fast car. He had great race pace. But the team knew from Tuesday before the race that they were going to have to replace their gearbox. And under Formula One rules, you have to make your gearbox last for six races. So they knew coming into the weekend that Lewis Hamilton was going to have to take a five-place grid penalty. Of course, they could have tipped us off when we were recording our version of this for the Austrian GP, Matt. They could have, but they didn't. Do you know why? Because they hate us. Because they wanted to up the opposition in other words they wanted them to make strategies based on lewis pace in the car before telling them that he was starting five places back that was their official explanation for not sharing it with us the general public but he did have the pace uh, unfortunately he didn't have the pace or the delta as you say to get through the field ultimately he was held back being held by Kimi raikkonen now they chose as they can do to start the race on a much harder tyre, and the hope was they would finish the race on the softer tyre, which is faster. Of course, in Formula 1, you have to use at least two compounds of tyres during the races, of which wear differently and which give you different levels of grip. Now, Hamilton got stuck behind Raikkonen. Raikkonen had the faster tyre, Hamilton had the slower tyre, and that probably ultimately cost him a chance at the podium. Well, uh, a lot of things did, mostly that the tires lasted far longer than Pirelli predicted. Um, but yeah, yeah, getting stuck behind Raikkonen wasn't a big help to him. And he actually pitted off his harder tires before Raikkonen pitted off his slower tires. And Raikkonen had the opposite problem in that Ferrari just basically used him as a sacrificial lamb to ensure that Vettel would, would have a shot at the podium. Yeah, and that will bring us to one of our bets later on why the odds are so much shorter on Mercedes to win a race than they are for Ferrari. Mercedes have two chances to win a Grand Prix with their two cars. Ferrari only really have one. A, Kimi Raikkonen lacks the pace to win a race this season unless there's utter carnage because he did not have the pace this race. All he could do was hold up Lewis Hamilton, who had to start much further back artificially. And then, as you say, a sacrificial lamb. They left him out on his old worn tyres much, much longer so that when the race leader, Mercedes Valtteri Bottas, came into pit, he was stuck behind Kimi Raikkonen and they could try and use him to block the Mercedes from getting past so that Vettel could catch up. 
in a very theoretical sense, I think Botas was behind him for maybe a lap or a lap and a half before he zipped by with his fresh new tires. It did not, if that was their plan, it did not work out that way. No, uh, Kimi is weak at the moment. He's had a great career, but he is perhaps in the twilight of it. Uh, but who is coming to their zenith at the moment is Valtteri Bottas. Still think he's the slower of the two Mercedes drivers. But what he has shown is if anything goes wrong with Lewis Hamilton, he is right there to take the win. Yeah. And this is exactly why they hired him. And and this is going to have interesting implications for your uh, championship in that you're going to have Lewis and Bottas taking points from each other. Whereas with Vettel, you really only have him claiming top spot in Ferrari. So if you're looking at the odds on the championship, the World Drivers Championship, you might you might be better off you might be better off betting on Vettel just because the only people who are going to take points from him are people from other teams, not his same team. Yep, that's true. And uh, let's go through Hamilton's horrendous luck because some of our betters out there might be superstitious folk. I don't know about you, Matt, but you know, I try to avoid ladders. I kick cats that cross my path. Hang on, that's the lucky version, isn't it? No, I can't remember what you do, but Hamilton has had horrendous luck. Shall we Shall we list the ways? Yeah, certainly. Go right ahead. So he was leading in Baku, cruising away. His headrest inexplicably gave way, and that was lifting up as the air was flowing back behind his helmet, uh, in behind his neck, and just pushing the headrest out, and the team had to pit him from the lead to lose that race. In qualifying, he already had the disadvantage in Austria of losing five places on the grid penalty from the gearbox. Then his tyre, his brake, sorry, just exploded as he was coming down into turn two, I think, and completely wrecked uh, one of his practice sessions. Yeah, it it is a pretty bad run of luck. But to be fair, Silverstone is one of his favourite circuits. Yeah, so if we're talking about good luck at Silverstone, he has actually won the last three Grand Prix here. He feeds on the energy of the British Silverstone crowd. Yeah, and I think the track just suits him, whereas Vettel has only won once in 2009. So I don't know, or IDK, I guess, for you youngsters, but if it was me, I'm not sure I'd be taking Vettel for the win this time out. And I was there in 2013. There was nothing but negative energy to Sebastian Vettel from the British crowd the second he broke down on the home straight. Oh my goodness, I have never heard booing like it. And I am a dad that is forced to go to pantomimes. Let's look at the Silverstone track itself, Matt. It's fast. Yeah, it's very fast. It has some lovely flowing turns to it. And uh, it's going to have some remarkably high corner speeds. I've seen some people discussing... Um, I think it's cops. I could be wrong. If so, my apologies earlier today that it's going to be flat out for the first time in years. And they're expecting speeds upwards of uh, 290 kilometers per hour through there. What's that in real money? Uh, Fast. Fast. Very, very fast. (laughs) Yeah. So I Uh, think I'm not good at remembering the names of corners, but I think cops is the corner, which is a little right angle coming out of the old uh, international pit straight. Uh, it's basically the old start finish grid before you go up to the famous Maggots and Beckett section, which is the snap left, right, left S bend, uh, that catches a lot of drivers out. But yeah, Lewis Hamilton was saying he thinks that with the extra downforce and extra power of these cars this season, it's going to catch a lot of the guys out, which is going to feature when we talk about who we should bet on to retire first. Uh, last year, Hamilton punted Rosberg off. Is that true? I cannot remember. 
Oh, he would never do such a thing. They were friends, remember? Oh, of course. Best friends since school. Okay, but coming into this weekend, Ferrari and Mercedes are both claiming updates and Red Bull has apparently got a super secret chassis. So what's uh, what's the team that's going to benefit the most from these upgrades, Matt? Um, uh, I would say if anyone benefits the most, it's going to be Ferrari because their update is an ICE uh, power unit update and they've supposedly revamped their combustion chamber they've changed the construction of their cylinders to be more heat resistant which means they can change the amount of i think compression that they run i'm beginning to make stuff up here so i sound so i sound competent please forgive me so basically ferrari uh, they claimed that they were going to be 50 brake horsepower up on what they were at the start of the season that's a big big upgrade if it's true if it's true then Ferrari are definitely worth a flutter. But if you look at these odds, Matt, Ferrari are two to one to have the winning car on Sunday come three o'clock. Mercedes are four to 11. And that even more than compensates for the fact that Raikkonen is out of the picture because you would say that generally Vettel has shorter odds than Bartas, the second Mercedes car. So for it to be two to one versus four to 11 uh, in Mercedes' favor, I think that kind of shows the bookies aren't putting too much stake a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In this Ferrari upgrade, or they think Mercedes have an equally high upgrade. Or they just took a look at Vettel's record at Silverstone, which is, well, while not dismal, it's not sterile. Stellar. That makes kind of sense, I guess. But tell you what, here's an interesting bet. In no way put the mortgage on this whatsoever. But you can't discount the Red Bull boys at the moment. And it is a circuit that likes downforce and a balanced chassis. And if Red Bull are lacking on power, they traditionally make up for it with having good balance and good aero. And Daniel Ricciardo this season, Matt, you can't bet against him. You just can't bet against him. He seems to be pulling results out of nowhere. I tell you what, if you were a true motorsports fan, go look up Ricciardo versus Botas um, at Silverstone. Because they raced each other in a junior race. And it's one of the most impressive bits of driving I've seen from Ricciardo to take the win there. So yeah, he's for a podium, definitely in with a shout. Ricciardo has a disgusting habit of whenever he gets on the podium, 
filling his boot up with champagne and making whoever's doing the podium interviews drink out of it. Now, I think we've seen that just about every race of late. So really, Ricciardo, certainly for a win, um, but also for a podium. But when you throw into the mix that his teammate Max Verstappen is probably faster, probably has more raw talent, just hasn't been able to get in a car to get him past the first or second lap. The Red Bulls at 17-2 to is a bit of a dream bet to have the winning car at the end of the weekend. Winning car is a stretch because there's too many other good cars in front of them, but they will be closer and should disaster or rain strike because I hear that the weather in England is always very, very stable and rarely changes. The weather is always weather. I know it's a bit of a cliche to say you can have all the seasons in one day, but I think Britain is one of the places where that kind of applies. It can be a lovely, beautiful day and then just become terrible uh, within seconds. Of course, what really matters in Formula One is whether it's going to rain or not. And rain is always a threat in the UK. Indeed. And should Verstappen's car actually make it to the rain, should it happen, then yeah, he could possibly win the race with that car. Okay. You definitely see that. But we have talked about superstition and anybody who believes in bad luck more than just Lewis Hamilton having his championship hopes uh, curtailed with bad luck. Max Verstappen cannot get that car to finish. He just cannot get that car to finish. It's been brutal. Now, it's interesting. I've seen people speculate that they actually set their cars up somewhat differently. And Verstappen sets his up for maximum qualifying speed and Ricardo sets his up more for race pace in terms of tiny compromises between them. But even that wouldn't explain his, his, what is it, five out of the last seven races he has not finished. And he's been the first to retire, or in the top three first to retire on more than one occasion. And he is 14 to 1. So if you want to pile on his misery that he might be the first driver to retire, you can go for that at 14 to 1. Who else looks interesting? Actually, signs as well, has turned up to the weekend here with a very dodgy wishbone and he might be facing penalties because uh, his suspension looks to have been fixed with duct tape. Well, it's no, it's even worse than that. Um, all Formula One cars are required to run wheel tethers. So in the event of an accident, the wheels don't go bouncing around into the stands and other people. And when his car went for scrutineering, the scrutineer noticed that basically they'd taken what looked like twine and tied the wheel tether together. And they said, wow. uh, dudes, you should probably fix this. And they refused. They refused to fix the part that was broken. And now it's been referred to the stewards, which, as we've seen in the past, may or may not result in any kind of an important penalty whatsoever. No, probably not. But if he does get a penalty, that means that somebody we normally recommend for bets in the Toro Rosso, Carlos Sainz, is probably out of the running. Uh, who should we move on to next, Matt? How do you fancy the Williams chances here? Because they came from the back of the grid in Austria to both score points finishes. Well, they run the Mercedes power unit. Um, they brought a lot of updates to Austria and qualifying aside, they actually looked pretty quick in the race. Stroll in the points? What is that? What are those numbers? I'd be interested. i uh, tell you what I'm looking for now. I'm looking for a double points finish for the two Williams cars. And I cannot quite find that at the moment. Uh, Lance Stroll to enter into the points is part of a glut of drivers that are stuck at five to six to pick up the last points paying positions. So Stroll is five to six, along with the Renault of Nico Hulkenberg. The two Haases, if you're an American fan of Roman Grosjean and Kevin Magnussen, all around that kind of just below, just short of even money to pick up points. 
Oh, so clearly we have to um, clearly we have to search further afield. What about Palmer? <laughs> Do you know what? I did not even bother scrolling down to get Palmer's odds. The British driver for Renault is not worth a bet right now. He is just lost in that Renault team. You say that, but who finished first last time in Austria? Hey, a broken clock is right twice a day. Just because you can't expect Hulkenberg to lock out and completely defeat his teammate over the course of a season. How many races are we in now? Seven races. And I'm sorry, one eleventh place for Palmer does not a summer make. The British lad there is struggling at Renault. All right. Well, he he seemed to have found some form after he copied Hulkenberg's setup and apparently enough form to finish ahead of him. And I will only point out that we saw this exact same pattern at the end of last season, where suddenly he started beating Magnussen repeatedly at Renault. And then Magnussen, of course, to camp to Haas. All right. Well, if you want to look at a points finish for Julian Palmer, okay, what were we doing before? We were doing a double finish for Williams. It's something like two to one. So I think that's quite a good bet for both Williams cars to finish in the points. Um, You really want to bet on Palmer trumpets. You really want to make me look okay to finish in the top. I just want to know what the numbers are. That's all. (laughs) I mean, I'm like hedging my Lewis Hamilton wins bet here. Okay. So I think I've got it at six to one for Julian Palmer to score a point. Guys, it's a waste of money. Don't do it. I would prefer Danny Kvyat to score points at 7-4 to four if you want something of an extreme flutter. Palmer's just a stretch too far for me. All right, then. And I know that you like to bet on everything over there. Do we have odds on Kubica actually returning to Formula One? That's so, what I want to know. Robert Kubica, unfortunately, his career was cut very, very short because uh, with all the potential in the world a few years ago, he had a rally accident which severely injured his right arm. Renault are currently giving him a test drive. No, I don't have the odds to hand, but I think it kind of depends on if Jolian Palmer can hold on to that seat. Despite paying $8 million a year for that seat, they might well want to chuck him out in favour of Robert Kubica, who will get lots of sponsorship from Poland. Uh, who else do you fancy uh, this uh, this weekend, Matt? Oh, I've got one, actually. Just Felipe Massa to finish in the top six. I think he's kind of been on form at the moment. He's got the bit between his teeth. He's not a driver I rate massively, but to finish in the top six, Felipe Massa is 13 to 8. And with the Force India boys tripping over each other, we only need uh, Massa to beat one of the top six cars to collect 13 to 8. Right. And interesting point about that. Anyone who is actually watching the race in Austria will note that Ocon was pitted about eight laps later than Perez, which kept them very, very far apart at the end of the race. So I would tend to agree that I think Perez is getting his money's worth and will be given optimal strategy by the team. Well, if you want to bet on Sergio Perez to pick up a win, it's 250 to 1. But he's still half the odds of his French compatriot. Sorry, French teammate is what I meant to say, who's 500 to 1. So the book is still fancying Perez. Yeah, well, no, I was agreeing. Perhaps I I raised it inelegantly. But basically, if you watch the race last week, Ocon was pitted much later than Perez. Oh, I see. Sorry. Optimal strategy. So it looks like the team are taking strategic steps to keep them far apart. And those strategic steps are favoring Sergio Perez a bit. Apologies, caught me napping. Absolutely. So yes, whatever their talent is, the simple fact remains that Sergio Perez brings a lot of Mexican telecommunication money 
to force India. So in any straight fight between those guys, the team are going to favour Sergio Perez, at least for the time being. So just uh, let's finish up by looking at the outright win stats to give people an idea of who is on form. So Lewis Hamilton, 8-11. to He loves this track. He feeds off the British crowd. He has the fastest car. And believe it or not, despite the results he's had, he has been on form. He was devastating in Canada three races ago and dominated. In Baku, he was walking away from Sebastian Vettel. He was strolling away. He was controlling the pace after every safety car until his safety equipment failed and he had to pit. In Austria, he was on the back foot from the very beginning due to a gearbox penalty that he couldn't do anything about. Let's make no mistake, Lewis Hamilton is still the fastest driver in the fastest car. If you want to have a flutter, however, on Sebastian Vettel, who will definitely be there to pick up the pieces, he's 9-4. to And Sebastian Vettel can win races. Boy, Matt, has he won many, many races. So 9-4 to on Vettel at any time is grand. Yeah, no, it's good. And I would suspect that's almost entirely due to his incredibly poor record at the venue. Yeah, and let's look at Valtteri Bottas. Do you think Valtteri Bottas is a title contender? Before you say yes or no, he has caught up recently. This is a man who has won two Grand Prix out of seven this year, and he is in the fastest car, and he's five to one to win uh, at the weekend. Five to one for a two-time winner this year is pretty good. Yeah, I would definitely lay some money down on that because all it takes is for one grommet or wheel nut to be loose on Hamilton's car. Which seems to happen. He's, he's probably going to walk it, I'd be honest. <laughs> and then the fantasy bet for the win, the fantasy bet is Daniel Ricciardo, uh, the Australian driver at 20 to 1. Everything he touches turns to gold. He is the darling of the Formula One paddock. The stars are aligning for him. He's not a championship contender at this time, but he just seems to be picking up results. And that is a fairy tale bet. 20 to 1, Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, it's hard to bet against him with that smile. So tell you what then, why not follow our show on Twitter at MissedApexF1. Follow my co-host and great internet friend over there, Matt Trumpets. Where are you, Matt? I'm at MattPT55 on the Twitters. And that's usually the best place to catch me unless I'm on Missed Apex Podcast with you. All right. And I'm at Spanners Ready. Follow me. I'm the best one. Until next time and after the Silverstone Grand Prix for our race review, until you see us there, remember that wounds heal, chicks dig scars, and glory lasts forever. This was Missed Apex on Sportsbook Review. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.